0: So, you guys are all making your way down towards the docks where the Thadian Pirate Queen's ship is starting to make its way into port. Uh, It is also aiming directly at the berth that uh, your guys' ship uh, happens to be at. What the hell? It's a little bit out, uh, (laughs) maybe about a half mile out, and it starts shooting off fireworks. Uh, It is bombastic uh, as it approaches port uh, and some of the dock workers around uh, are realizing what's actually happening like they're not under attack so they start going back to work um, and just, just like
1: all rolling their eyes, yeah, like, all right. Some of them are rolling their
0: eyes. Definitely the Thadians are paying attention. Uh, there are even orcs who are uh, very solemnly uh, crossing their arms, nodding in reverence, smiling with uh, a knowing smile um, uh, as this uh, very large man of war sh- sized ship uh, approaches. This thing is a 28 cannon four story uh ship it's sails towering 50 feet into the sky and there are dozens aft bow all of it all over the place at full sail uh you start uh, as the as the ship gets closer you start hearing the crew of the ship uh just screaming out um you know making making as much noise as as actually possible and uh pretty soon long grass IFI, Inn uh, and Yoka grow. They all make their way and they find you in the in the small crowd that has gathered.
1: I think Silas probably, as he was further back at Cauldron's Pit, still he probably walked more or less with them. Maybe a little further ahead. That
0: makes sense. Yeah. Um, so uh, as uh, as as they start uh, uh, heading up. Um, Longgrass actually pokes you in the leg, Silas, uh, and says, um, that, uh, that ship there in the, in the berth is that the, is that the ship you took to get back here? Yeah, it is. Uh Uh-huh. And perfect timing, the man of war just crashes into it, splintering it, breaking it into just, in comparison twigs and it is uh, shattered and scattered across the entire port.
2: That was
1: awfully rude. Not (laughs) phased. Silas is not phased. He did not like that ship. (laughs) It was fine. It did its job.
2: Uh, It's it's rude that you just smash someone's ship. Like, what the fuck?
0: So um, it takes a little bit. Uh, but eventually, um, you notice Longgrass's demeanor sort of change a little bit. Uh, he gets a little happier and he starts making his way down to the port and then he stops and he turns and he's like, you guys, you guys are in for a treat, I think. And then he makes his way down to the dock where the massive man of war has, has, has taken birth. This thing is huge up close. It is hard to tell exactly how long it is. It's one of the biggest ships any of you have ever seen. Maybe Popo has seen ships like this before, but not even the Godwin Kingdom uh, has many ships like this. They might have half a dozen. Uh, the Thadian Kingdom, who knows how many ships like this they have, but this one in particular is uh, paid very close attention to. Uh, at the front, they have um, e an elaborately golden carved uh uh what do they call that the the thing at the at the prow of the boat can't remember what they call that Uh, i'm gonna have to look it up and maybe i'll insert it who knows um anyway it is of a thadian uh woman completely naked uh and uh that is the representation of the moon that they call felic uh she is uh has her eyes closed and looking down at the sea sort of at an angle. Um, And uh, yeah, the gangplank of this thing uh, starts making its way down uh, to the dock and uh, a handful of uh, Thadian men and women um, all hugging and laughing and, and you know, just in jubilation uh, as they make their way uh, onto Frontier's Landing proper. Uh, but then at the te- top of the gangplank, um, you see Longgrass looking up and you see this woman. Uh, yeah, she is clad in um, the colors of uh, some Thadian nations um, and a couple of pistols at her side and a long uh, saber uh, in it's scabbard at her hip. Um, Silas, you asked before if you have met the pirate queen of Thade, and yes, you have. This is not her.
1: Okay, so I haven't met this one.
0: No. <sighs> okay. Um, give me, uh, actually, Popo. You would know this just because you're Thadian. Uh, the very fact that, um, you have never seen this woman before... Popo, uh, and she is flying the colors of uh, the Thadian Pirate Queen. That means that this is the new Thadian Pirate Queen. And she just recently took command of this ship by force because that is the only way you can become the Pirate Queen. By the way, Popo, this is like huge for your nation. This is, you have two rulers in your nation. You have the Pirate Queen or King, whichever one is currently active. And then you have the merchant, king or queen, whichever one is currently active. So how are you feeling about meeting this
3: new queen? Popo is nervous. Popo is nervous just because he's never seen her before. But he's also very relieved that there's a new one.
0: Alright. Um, so she makes her way down the gangplank and, uh, Longgrass sort of pushes his way towards the, uh, the tail end of the gangplank and opens his arms and he's like, so do I call you queen, they sit, Thor? And she smiles warmly and nods and she's like, yes, you do. You do certainly do that now. Do you like the ship? And he's like, "Oh." I love it. I it. I never seen something like this before. This is uh, astounding. How many twenty something? She says twenty eight cannons. She can blow apart an entire peninsula if I want her to. And he and she finally uh, reaches the end of the gangplank and kneels down and gives a huge bear hug to Longgrass, and um, he hugs her back warmly. And she pulls away a little bit, kissing his the top of his head uh as she stands up. And she's like, So, this is Omindia, huh? And he's like, Yeah, this is uh this is what we got so far. It's uh, not much. There's more in in uh, uh you know, you know, you've been here before. And he's like, Ah, yes, of course. Uh, and she now regards the rest of you, um, sliding past uh a handful of you, uh, focusing real quick on muddle. Uh, and she comes up to you with almost like sparkles in her eyes as she takes you in muddle and she's like oh my you you are like the stars and void combined you are beautiful look at you and she actually takes you by the shoulders and regards you as uh, like like someone would a beautiful a uh, uh, painting, and uh, says what is what is your name beauty? Uh,
4: my name is Muddle.
0: Muddle, wonderful. That are you are you Garuda or you Omruda? Uh,
4: Garuda.
0: Garuda. I have never seen a Garuda with such plumage. You are a vision, an absolute vision. And she actually kisses you on the side of the beak.
4: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but <I'm> so confused. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was the Pirate Queen's name?
0: Uh, so she actually uh, regards uh, Muddle and then uh, the rest of the crew and says, So I am Queen Vesith, but you can all call me Yamun. Uh, and um, Longgrass uh, sort of makes his makes his way back to her and says, Oh, I, I need you to meet someone else. This uh, this is El Rila. She is my right-hand girl. She does everything I need her to do. And then some. Uh, and uh, Yamun looks over at uh, you, El Rila, and uh, says, May I... May I see your hair? Take down your hood. Sure. And she takes. Uh, and she. She actually, as you are starting to take down your own hood, she actually like finishes the job for you. She's <laughs> clearly not at all worried about personal space or boundaries. And she. Uh, uh, she says, "My goodness, your hair is like the stars' light. Look at this. Wow. What do they call you?" Ella Ryla. Ryla. Interesting name. It sounds Theron. It is. It is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And do you have a surname? No. Ah, oh, I'm so sorry. to say, say stay sometimes, you know? It is yeah. fine. For a long time, I did not have a surname myself. I earned my th- surname. They say, it is good. Hmm? No? Maybe one day you will earn your own surname. Possibly. And uh, she looks over at you, Popo. Says, ah. And in Thadian, she says, a countryman. It is good to see you. Who are
3: you? I am Popo. Popo Ferro.
0: And she steps up closer to you, like really close, putting a hand on your chest. No, no, Popo, what is your name? I need you to roll a charisma saving throw. I have... Uh, it's, uh, it's a... (coughs) <coughs> Left hand
1: corner in the saving throws under uh, regular modifiers. Yes,
3: you have a plus four to it. Uh, seven. Okay. Uh, you are able to speak. <laughs> My name is Paragus Oxford Pendulous Ominence. That is a strong
0: name. That has heritage. Thoreau as well? Yes. Good. You are, you are of the star's light. I see it in your eyes. You do not wear the armor, no?
3: I'm currently getting mine, uh, redone. Ah.
0: Well, if you need help with that, do not hesitate to find me and ask, okay? Her hand is still on your chest you can feel her breath against your face.
3: Thank you, I appreciate it. Okay,
0: so is this all we have? And Longgrass says, well, there's the, the big one here and the fancy dressed one there. And he, she actually, like, looks at you and says, Ah, Thailand. All right. That is good. Where do you hail? Three kingdoms. Well, of course you hail from the Three Kingdoms. I did not think you were a call breaker. And you do not look... Um, well, you are too well-dressed to be <laughs> uh, of the uh, Hart family. So, which Three Kingdoms? Godwin. Ah, Godwin. And for you, sir, too? Uh, yeah. Ah, they... Uh, hmm... They have had a troubling history with the Thadians, no? A history we could uh, all forget, I'm sure.
2: Hopefully. Yes. Dominic did his
1: best to restore... Yes,
0: your kings. Mm. Funny men they are. She turns and walks away, sort of commanding the rest. Uh, and she starts actually talking to I.F.I. and Yoka uh, Groh. So it takes you guys a little longer to uh, sort of all gather and, and head towards um, the uh, uh, Cauldron's Pit. You guys doing anything else?
2: I mean, we did wish to go shopping.
0: You guys can break off and go shopping at any time.
2: Uh, Silas does, does that
1: in, almost immediately. She like yeah, turns that, around and he's gone. Out.
3: <laughs> Great. Great. Popo lets Silas know that he made a purchase.
1: Great. Bought something?
3: Yes. And uh, let's just say a debt is owed. So okay. already. Uh,
1: what? uh Silas is fully confused. Like he's just kind of like, cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, was there something I needed?
3: Yes. And it's going to be paid in full. Just be there at the docks by the armor shop just go in tell them that you're here for for popo stuff and then you should be good
1: oh i see i'm paying for this yes i'm just gonna look at that light be with you right bye okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh so where are you guys going
1: uh silas is actually gonna head back to cauldron's pit um and check to see if the raven came back or the crow came back
0: Okay.
2: Isn't isn't that where uh, what's her face is heading?
0: Uh, yeah, everyone is heading to Cauldron's pit.
2: Dax is not going that direction. He is uh, going elsewhere. Okay. Uh, probably go down to. Let's. Um, we'll go down. We'll go down to the place that Popo checked first, uh, the armory. Okay. Dax wants to look around. I want to go there as well.
0: Sweet.
1: Uh, Silas is going to do that, but he's going to collect the um, the sword that's still wrapped. Dax's blanket or blanket. Cool. Uh, jacket. Cool, cool, cool. And bring it with him.
0: Okay. Uh, so you guys make it to the armory, uh, the weaponsmith specifically.
1: Fully avoiding uh, the queen and her company.
0: Uh, that's fine. They are they are talking business uh, and and things like that. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, okay. So uh, you guys make it there, and uh, Badou Alkham is actually uh, sort of doing other things. He's not actually uh, working on armor right now. He's moving stuff around. Uh, organizing something or not.
2: Okay, well, uh, Dax will walk in.
0: Uh, And he looks up and he's like, Hello, how can I help you? Uh,
2: yeah, I'm looking for... Uh, I just want to see what you have today. Weapons and armor. What What do
0: you got? Weapons and armor. Well, um, we have uh, basic weaponry. We have um, basic armor. Is there something specific you were looking for?
2: Nothing specific, but I don't want anything basic. Give me something interesting.
0: Ah, something interesting. Alright, uh, what do you use? What is uh, What is your uh, mode of killing? Huh? Uh,
2: Dax will pull out his uh, greatsword and show him.
0: Ah, may
2: I? Anything-, anything than that?
0: may I see that and he takes it from you and with like ease ab- absolutely expertise he is able to uh slide it around move it look at it in a uh, hundred different angles uh and he says this this sword is talking do you hear yeah. do you hear it speaking
2: uh,
0: Shh, no. listen listen come close come close come close and he's he's actually like tugging on your shirt to pull you oh, down okay. all right and and he he holds it between your ears uh and he says do you hear it
2: do I hear it? <laughs>
0: No, you hear absolutely nothing.
2: Uh, I do not. Uh,
0: Okay, okay. May I try something? Wonderful. And he actually, um, he grabs a tarp. Right, and he throws it over and himself, and he Jesus. pull and he pulls out a little rock.
1: Silas so is just gonna exchange a look with Elrila, like, what the
0: fuck? <laughs>
2: uh, a lot of people are real invasive today in terms of personal space.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out this little rock, and your sword starts glowing again. Cool. Just, just as I saw, he's singing. Not only is talking, it is singing. Can you hear it now? You still hear nothing. Uh, no. <sighs> All right. One last thing. And he puts the rock away. The glowing uh, goes down and he takes out this hammer. Now, this hammer is a bullpen hammer, but as it gets closer to the sword, it starts twisting and becoming molten. And he brings it up and you guys uh, outside of the the tarp, you just see this like this thing poke (laughs) (laughs) and the tarp flies up for a second and then ting. And it is deafening Ah. to everyone except for you, Dax. Oh, cool. You do hear it singing. Oh, I hear it singing. You do. And it glows. Shit. And he says, touch it, touch it. Put your hand on it.
2: Okay, Uh, I do that. So, Dax. Yeah.
0: I haven't made the item yet, but you now have the upgraded version of the moon-touched sword.
2: Ah, nice.
0: What that means is I'm assuming you're going
2: to make it for me.
0: I will eventually make it for you. Thank you know how I have a weapon called Felum's Mercy. Cool. Felim is the name of the moon in the sky, by the way. Oh, sweet. Yes. Okay. Um, during the night, when the moon Felum is visible, this blade glows a bright light for fifty feet and a dim light for eighty feet. But this blade also, against beasts at night, uh, the creature, uh, the beast creature, rolls attacks uh, against the wielder of Felum's Mercy with disadvantage. All attacks from a beast creature at night become disadvantage. And against undead creatures, all attacks against undead creatures are rolled with disadvantage, but hit for twice or double damage, excuse me, or rolled with advantage for half damage. Gotcha. Now there's something that uh, you hear within the singing. And that is that basically the more things you kill, the more types of creatures you kill, the more abilities this thing will gain. Right now you've only fought beasts and undead you've also fought humans but apparently it doesn't do anything against humans but beast and undead there you go fight more do that he's like you hear it now don't you
2: uh yes i do i do hear it
0: it is a beautiful song. You do not want to replace this, do you? It cannot be replaced. This is irreplaceable. I I refuse. I refuse to replace this for you. No, well,
2: no, you're right, Not anymore.
0: Then do you need anything from uh, from Baldu? Hmm? Uh,
2: what do you have in terms? Dax is going to take the tarp off of his head.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fair.
2: And, and be and be out of the tarp because. Silas is busy oh. holding his ears like fucking shit. <laughs> like, uh, but Dax is gonna say, "Yeah, uh, what did you? What do you have in terms of armor?
0: Armor? Ah, uh, armor. See, I'm already working on a piece. I do not know. I have basic armor here. Um, I do not really sell the magical armor. I usually sell that to a third party, and the third party sells it to others. Uh, I'm sure you've been to Mystic Meddling, no? Yeah, I can go
2: there. Yes, or
0: uh, unless you want something commissioned, uh, it is really just a. Uh, uh, well, we are just a regular armorer. Fair enough. Now, I, of course, I can take your money for commission, but uh, it's uh, more pricey. Mm?
2: Fair enough. Uh going to look at uh, Silas and O'Reilly and be like, hey, are you guys getting anything? What? Fair. <laughs> oh. I think his ears are still ringing, so it's kind of hard <laughs> to focus. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um, I may want to go since... So he only works uh, uh, on commission or the other store has more items?
0: Yeah, he basically works on commission or he works um, uh, with basic stuff, stuff, yeah.
4: Okay, then I'll just go to the other store. Yeah, I'll go
0: to the other store. Okay. Uh, So yeah, you guys head out. Um, Actually, just before you go, Elryla, he sort of uh, tugs on your cloak. Oh, God. (laughs) he says come here okay you have met her have you yes the fox oh you have met her Hmm? i love her she is very kind she is kind to those who are kind to her yes she likes you quite a lot i can hear her speak okay she says you are her favorite it's
4: great she
0: says she wishes she can do more for you is there anything that that you would like her to do
4: i guess yeah i would like to help out my other friends If they're hurt in battle. Ah, yes. You know, that type of stuff.
0: That is very kind of... You are a kind person. She has told me this. Well, I am sure that when the time comes for her to heal those in battle, she will do it for you. She loves you. All right? Thank you. Of course. (laughs) You have a good day. Badou Aklon, out! (laughs) (laughs) Bye. <laughs> he turns around, <laughs> picks up this sack that he was carrying earlier, and continues working. Okay, what a delight! Absolutely, he's one of my favorites. Uh, all right, so you Is guys are you heading. To, what's that? I said,
1: how are Silas's ears still ringing? But he can probably hear about halfway there. He yeah, can hear again. Yeah, like Sounds <laughs> like
2: everyone though. Everyone's
1: ears got. Yeah, everyone's ears different are different fucking ringing boxes. except
0: for Zach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone in, in basically the entire block. <laughs> It uh, it wasn't great. Uh, Sweet. So you guys are heading to Mystic Metalings, huh? Yep. Wonderful. Sure. Uh, So yeah, it's it's the same um, glass facade out front with the uh, fogged glass Mystic Metalings in the corner, Uh, and uh, inside is a uh, sterile white um, walls and ceiling, and then uh, just pine wood uh, furniture and floor. Um, and as you come in, some magic items start to flip up outside of the table, uh, to reveal themselves. And, um, one of the twins steps forward and says, ah, some of my favorite customers. How is it today? Is that All what, good. uh, is that what the humans say? How is it today?
1: Uh, close enough.
0: All right. So how can we help you today?
1: Hmm? I think we're here for armor.
0: Armor. So magical armor. I assume you already spoke to Badu-Aklon? Yes. I could hear it uh, all the way to here. Yeah, same. It was loud. Yes, it was. He loves that hammer. Well, all right, we can help you with armor. Not a problem at all. What kind of armor are we looking for?
1: Uh, Silas is going to look to Elrela and uh,
4: Dak. Well, I kind of need new armor right now. I only have this leather light armor. Ah,
0: yes, I see. Do you want something more fashionable? Something more flashy?
4: I'm not flashy. Maybe just... Uh, No, more armor. Not more armor, but just, you know, something practical. Ah, something stronger of
0: course something practical something stronger but still
4: looks nice
0: not a problem we can definitely outfit you hmm you may have to go into the back so my brother can measure you is that alright? sure wonderful wonderful please come with me and he sort of like <laughs> takes you by the hand and uh, gently guides you into the back uh, to the door where there isn't a door uh, and you are led into the back of this place it is a weird place back here it looks Looks like a hallway with one door at the end.
4: Am I I good right here?
0: Oh, he's gone. Oh as soon as you turned around to look at the hallway, he he's gone. (laughs)
4: I'll just go forward then. All right. That's where the door is. Get
0: back to you in a second. Okay. (laughs) Um, so he uh comes back out to you and actually it's uh the brother now, um, talking to Silas and uh uh (laughs) <laughs> Silas and Dax. So, what kind of armor are you two looking for? Uh, something strong. Strong. Yes. You do look like someone who would need something powerful. Well,
2: I think I
0: might have something. Do you like your hands?
2: I do generally like my hands. I need them for things.
0: I'm I'm sorry. I misspoke. Do you like your hands where they are?
2: Yes. Wait. <laughs> mm, <laughs> where right. do you intend to put my hands?
0: Oh, nothing. I I was there's a type of nothing. Never mind. Um, Dax is-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Real quick, I'm looking at your equipment, Dax. Yeah. You don't have armor.
2: Correct, because I have unarmored defense.
0: Right. So... so. I need something
2: that will make it worth it to get the
0: armor. Right, 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 right. Okay. Um, do you happen to know what that armor class uh, target is? Because I don't know what unarmored defense gives you.
2: Um, I unarmored defense. I have a plus two for my constitution. So I think, I think it becomes a. No, I think it becomes thirteen, and then uses your constitution modifier. So right? No, my my armor class is thirteen with that plus two. So it's uh, it's it's eleven with my constitution, and then plus my constitution modifier.
1: Unarmored defense. It says it's with barbarian. It's ten plus your dexterity plus your constitution.
2: Okay, so I have. I have plus three then, so it needs something more than, yeah.
0: Okay. Okay, so you're looking for a plus four armor?
2: Yeah, anything that'll take me above a 13 is what I'm looking for.
0: Gotcha. Um, okay. Okay. So, um, he looks you up and down and says, all right, so I do have, I do have that kind of armor. I will say it is not cheap. Okay. Um, I'm sure you or Mr. Longgrass will be happy to pay for it. I, I will, uh, write up the IOU, um, right away, but, no, um... For it. don't worry. Oh, you, you'll pay for it this time? That's... That's good Uh, to know. That's
2: what I did last time.
0: Did you? I can't remember if you were the one who paid for it. I can't remember who bought on credit. Not me. Well, all right. Uh, Let me go in the back and find it. Um, Would you mind waiting? I'm very sorry. Uh, I, Paul, have to find armor that is plus four because
1: that's, that's okay legit. silas can do something questionable meantime oh
0: no uh yeah what's that
1: um well he's gonna set the, the sword down still wrapped in dax's jacket on the table well like no
0: okay okay yeah,
1: yeah um and take a look at it has it changed at all
0: uh it's no longer glowing it's no longer uh bringing heat out
2: so well dax is gonna ask you so can we touch it now only one way to find out all right You want me to touch it
1: or do you want to touch it? Just don't let me die, I guess. Uh, That's why I'm here. Yeah, I know. Um, And he's going to touch
0: it. (laughs) Right as you reach out for it, one of the brothers steps forward and says, "Uh, uh, uh, I'm sorry, sir. Please do not use magic in here. It is not a smart idea. I'm not. Yes, you are. I could feel it from halfway, I could feel it from the back. You are using an incredibly powerful magic. No, I'm not. Um, I'm sorry, sorry. sir. It's this. Maybe you do not understand. What I mean is magic from the stars and the void in between and the very earth beneath our feet. We do not recommend people use magic.
2: Is the sword magic? Well, it must be. Oh,
0: yes, quite. Did you not know? No.
2: I mean, I had a feeling.
0: It is incredibly magical. Do you mind?
1: (laughs) Uh, Silas considers it a moment, like, unsure and then sort of just no, nah, it's like, all right.
0: And he uh, hefts the sword from um, the jacket. He says, now look, not a thing is happening. There are, do you see magic here? And he flips the sword over and he does an incantation. And you can see like just strands of magical arcane energy flowing off of this in sort of chaotic directions. Um, neither of you understand what the fuck is going on with what you're seeing. But yes, this is a magical sword. Uh.
1: What kind of magic is that?
0: Uh, Well, it is quite old. Uh, Maybe a hundred years or almost two hundred years old. Um, It's hard to tell. I would have to do more research to tell you exactly what kind of magic and where it came from. But I will say it's triggered by something odd. What? Blood. If this is, Hmm. well... Cannot what? Well, blood magic. Blood magic? Yes, it's, it's rare, especially since the turmoil. It's sort of been, well, kept to the ogres. But, um... There are some in the rest of Dolensheim learned of its secrets, but uh, I will say it's a very dangerous and volatile magic. Something that, um, well, we usually don't sell these types of things, but uh, it's very powerful.
1: Can it be controlled? No,
0: of course. Do you know how? Mm, Maybe. That is interesting. Do you see this? And he flips it over and shows you the pump. It is the Godwin Navy's sigil. Try not to react. This is the Godwin Navy sigil. It may react specifically only to a god. Have either of you tried to touch it? Yeah. Did you, Dax? Did you try and touch this? Yes, what happened?
2: Uh, nothing. Oh,
0: ah, strange. And you are from the Godwin Kingdom, am I wrong?
2: Yeah, I am. That's what
0: I thought. And, um, who's Killian, right? Have you tried to touch it? No. No. Until just now. Right. And do you mind touching it again? <laughs>
2: Um, He's kind of Dax-like. Uh, Dax will jump in and say, I thought that you said we should use any magic in here. Oh,
0: no oh, you're right. B. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm excited. I haven't seen this type of magic here in Omindia before. So it's an interesting prospect. I'm just curious. Would you mind? Um, Would you mind bringing this back to me after closing? To- sure. Wonderful. I would Um, I would love to see it. I'll tell my brother about it so that we both know. Anyway, um, and he sets it back on the jacket.
1: <laughs> just like very quickly scoop it back up in the jacket. Just like.
4: How
0: the fuck do I get out of this one? <laughs> um, Elryla, we're gonna slide back to you. Oh
4: fine. Elryla. <laughs> Dress up.
0: The light <laughs> the light in this hallway is strange. It's flickering in one particular spot down in the hallway closer to the door. Are you making your way towards that door? Yeah. So the closer you get to that door, the more you realize this hallway has other hallways branching off. Mm. You see one to your right, then one to your left, then another one, another, another. And then you look back at the door you're heading to, you haven't gotten any closer. Oh, my God. And then you keep walking and you keep walking and you pass dozens and dozens of hallways and they're not getting any closer. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a perception check.
4: What are happening in here? <laughs> 18. Ooh.
0: So you start to panic just a little bit because you're not 100% sure how far you've walked. And when you look back, you've definitely made progress. You're farther away from the entrance to this place than you were when you got in, of course. But you're about half halfway between one end and the other however you know you've traveled farther than that but then you look back in the direction that you came from and one of the twins pops his head out of the side hallway and says miss back here please that place is for employees only oh Okay, sorry. It's all right. Come, come. And he sort of ushers you back into a hallway. Uh, It's actually a different hallway uh, than the one he came out of. And inside is what looks like a normal fitting room. It has one of those, uh, uh, you know, triangle... uh, standing, uh, mirrors and a little platform. Uh, and he is now, uh, he has taken his robe off and he is in a vest, a button up shirt, uh, slacks, beautifully, uh, shiny shoes. And he has a tape measure around his neck and he's like, please onto the platform. Right. Mm, wonderful, wonderful. So you uh, tell my brother that you are looking for something a little bit more maneuverable, something um, more sturdy. What What are we looking for today?
4: Um, Definitely something I can move in, something stronger than what I have, but I don't want it to be too clunky because I, I like to move around.
0: And I assume you are looking for something magical as well?
4: I mean, I'm up for it. It's
0: not um, uh, something I need, but... Wonderful, wonderful. Now, I think my brother sold you a bow yesterday. Well, did, did he not? Yes. Uh, how is she treating? She's perfect. Uh, and he actually starts going to work as he's having this little conversation <laughs> uh, about uh, the bow. Um, and he's uh, lifting your arms and uh, measuring. Uh, he's going behind you, wrapping his arms around. Uh, he's doing the whole nine yards. Um <laughs> So, Francis, Francis, I got to say, yeah? I was vamping trying to figure out what I'm doing and you fucking nailed it. Like, I can't I can't do better than that. That's amazing. It's like a straight up fox hoodie. So, OK, all this time he's having this conversation with you, like, uh, you know, asking you about how how the fox is and and things like that. Uh, and he says, I believe I have the perfect studded armor for you. Okay. I haven't made the item yet because it literally just came into creation, but he goes uh, into the back and comes out with a rack of uh, armor. Uh, a handful of it is regular leather armor. Some of it is actually, actually like leather armor that actually looks like the stars, like it's moving, like the, the night star, like as it's moving, it the stars on it are moving. But then he pulls out a black and red so he actually pulls out um what looks like uh uh studded armor, normal studded armor, but um it is uh black with red accents. Um some of it has like a little bit of fur sort of on the back uh and on the trimming of the hood. Um and yeah, it has fox ears on the hood. They are made of leather so they're very very stiff, uh but they are pointed. Um She's
1: Batman.
4: <laughs> Batman. <laughs>
0: Uh, and he says, now, would you mind trying this on? It, it won't fit right now, but we'll make altercations and we'll see if you like it.
1: Sure. Wonderful. Alterations? <laughs> or are you going to fight the cloak to make <laughs> <it> Alterations. <fit? laughs>
0: what did I say? You
1: said altercations. I said yes. altercations. So they're going to fight make the cloak. To make him...
0: <laughs> we'll make alterations. We'll make alterations. Guess I'm leaving that in the edit. Um, so, yeah, do you want to try this on? Yes. So. He gives you some privacy. You step in and you start changing into this. The bow, <laughs> your your bow, is actually chilling as you are uh, changing into this. Uh, it's like sort of next to you, right? Yeah. And as you finish uh, lacing this thing up, you actually hear Konhai <gasps> it says, "Oh, hello! I think it looks wonderful." Hi. Hi.
4: <laughs> Thanks. Oh.
0: Do you think you'll you'll buy it?
4: I yep, probably. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: great great really suits you and doesn't fit right now but he he said he can make altercations
4: that's correct he did say that
0: so um all right
1: (laughs) we're distracting
4: (laughs) (laughs) so distracting
0: (laughs) all right um we're gonna go back to (laughs) Silas and Dax
2: yeah
0: um so Silas were you looking for anything have you you haven't had a chance yet?
1: Silas hasn't had a chance.
0: Not a problem, not a problem. Uh,
1: he's probably just going to quest DMR. Save sure. poor Silas. Sure. I mean, his AC is pretty decent, so it's not like he needs too much help.
0: Okay. Um, sweet. So, Mr. Ulrich, we yep. have two options to choose from. Okay. One has uh, a bit more... Mm, heft to it. It will definitely protect you from more, but I will say that if you have an opportunity that you need to sneak around, it will absolutely not allow you to do that. However, we do have something a little lighter, uh, a little more mm, flexible, but uh, it doesn't protect you as well. Which one would you prefer to look at? Um,
2: I mean, probably have to sneak around a little bit, so let's see the lighter one. Right,
0: the splint armor. He actually uh, takes you over to uh, one of the tables and um, waves his hand, and a a small, magical, what looks like tome flips into the table, and then uh, a, a second later, a full set... Of armor, just most of the table is taken up by this. It is just oh. flipped over, um, and you see it there. And uh, on the uh, chest, uh, right where uh, the uh, the head would be, like right where the head would come out, mm-hmm. um, there is a small symbol of the moon. That is. Currently, the current phase of the moon. Now, Dax, before I tell you what this does, and maybe, Mr. Killian, you can confirm this for me, but, well, my brother and I heard a rumor not too long ago that um, <clears throat> there was a lycanthrope near town. Are we wrong? Uh. No, you're not wrong. It's just a rumor. It was just a rumor. But uh, it is good to know uh, that uh, rumors can be, still be true. It's fun. It's not much to do here. All right. So, yes, we like to gossip some. But did you talk to this lycanthrope? Yeah. Did you see him in his beast form? We
2: did, right? We did.
0: You did? Yes. How did you like it, Mr. Aldrich? Uh,
2: Sting seemed like it might uh, hinder him a little bit.
0: Yes. Yes, I suppose it would. (sighs) Magic has come a long way since the discovery of lycanthropes. We are able to... Help them in a lot of different ways. True-blooded lycanthropes are, well, they are too far gone. Some are able to live with this ailment, and others, well, if not properly cared for, they are doomed for a life of solitude and sometimes tragedy. Yeah,
2: that sounds, that sounds like it pretty bad.
0: How would you like to control that power, Mr. Rowling? I
2: have a feeling you're gonna tell me in a second.
0: This is the lycan armor. The splint lycan armor.
2: Cool. Uh, Can you tell me how it works?
0: Of course I can. Once... Per week, you, or whoever you choose, can turn into a wolf or a lycanthrope.
2: Huh.
1: Are they that way forever, or just that once?
0: No. It only lasts for about 10 minutes, but in the throes of battle, I am certain that something like this would be quite helpful. Huh. Probably. Is this something that intrigues you? Now, I will say that both of the armors I would show you today are quite expensive.
2: Okay. Um, I mean, it's definitely interesting. I think you should get it. How
0: much? Well, to be honest, a magic like this is nearly priceless, but since we are literally selling it, 25,000 gold pieces. Oh, is that all? Yes.
2: Um, we're going to think for a second if if Silas wants to-
0: We're actually going to go back to Aryla. Sounds good. (laughs) Aryla, you come out of the dressing room after talking to Konhai, and you look at yourself in the mirror, and uh, do you like what you see? I do. So one of the brothers comes forward and says, So, will you be taking it off our hands?
4: I will. How much is it, though?
0: <laughs> well, it is a modest 15,000 gold, but I will say that with this comes a very particular ability.
4: Um, okay. As
0: I'm sure you heard, your fox companion, you were able to hear them? Yeah. Well, that is because not only does this armor grant you... An advantage when rolling for stealth, but it also grants you the ability to speak to animals, (gasps) small animals or tiny ones. It also lets you communicate with small or tiny spirits of animals. It can be a distracting conversation when you're in the forest, but it will help you out a lot. Okay, it's cool. Wonderful. (laughs) May we alter it for you and make it fit a little better? Wonderful. All right. Uh, So you go back in and you change uh, and you hear Konhai says, well, I suppose we'll speak again soon, right? Yeah, we
4: will.
0: (laughs) Fast typing, clickety clack, clickety clack. All
4: right.
1: Just edit that out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's why I didn't speak. Uh, So, um, Dax, you were staring at the uh, splint like an armor.
2: Yeah, um... Jack's gonna think for a second and say, I mean, can you come down on the price a
0: little? No, oh, I see. I see what this is. You want to barter with me, do you? I would like to. All right, all right. What is your price then? Fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen! Well, I suppose you start as low as possible and find your middle, don't you? Hey, Maybe. Wonderful. Alright. Uh Dax. Yeah. This is just a straight uh, charisma check. Charisma check. Yep. Okay. Can and I give him help? Yeah, you can give him the help action. Sure. I
1: give
2: him the help action. All right. Fifteen is still quite a lot. That is a dirty twenty. 15, huh? And a dirty 20 from Dax. All right. The one who's actually doing the bartering.
0: Uh, actually, you, you would add a D6 to that. A D6?
2: Yep. So a D6 to my dirty 20. Yep. I mean. That's another, that's five.
0: Great. 25. That's good. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. Well, I know who you work for, and I understand the importance of what you're doing here in India. So to give a warrior such as yourself something so powerful and so, well, meaningful, knowing that it came from mystic meddlings, I think would be the most important thing. So do me a favor. If yeah. you are to ever mm, release a ne'er-do-well in- back into the world, let them know that the armor that saved your life... Came from Mystic Medallings. And I you think I can I'll go for 15. Wonderful. I'll do that. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Mr. Ulrich. And he, with a flip of his uh, wrist, um, the armor is gone. And he hands you uh, a very heavy box uh, that is uh, monogrammed uh, with MM. On it. Sounds good. And uh, make sure you take that gold away from yourself. Now, Mr. Killian, I am so sorry to keep you waiting, but, um, what do you have in the way of medium armor? Everybody wants armor today. Well, you know. Did you guys get into some sort of. Cuffuffle? I've been shot at
1: a few oh. times. I would like to not get shot. Shot at? Interesting. We also look at weapons too. <laughs> Why not both? Since you brought it up.
4: <laughs> Cries in DM. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: he did lean down with his hands uh, on his face and go, "Eh."
4: <laughs> Ryan, when I had to make like a full list, I had did a whole homebrew game. The whole thing was homebrew, so I did homebrew all the items. Yep. Just, like. Oh, so like, what's in the back? And I was just like...
0: Yep. <laughs> exactly. But I was writing an entire journal. So I had other things to do this week. And we played last week. So I didn't really have a lot of time. Anyway. <clears throat> not complaining. Um, Are you not? Are you sure? Medium armor, is it? Yeah, it doesn't need to be fancy. Doesn't need to be fancy? Doesn't need to be magical? Because if it doesn't need to be magical, this would be a very poor place to buy uh, armor. I just said it. I... I am unclear as to what that means in this context.
1: All I'm saying is whatever you have, just show me, let's get this over with.
0: Right, all right, that sounds wonderful. So he, (laughs) from the same table, he uh, uh, magically produces uh, two sets of armor. One is a scale mail armor, one is a spiked armor. What is considered in the DM, uh, in in D&D as spiked armor, it does not have spikes on it. We're not going punk here. but yes, it is quote-unquote spiked armor, although those are the same thing mathematically. So instead, one is a half-plate armor. <sighs> Do you like them? You said they were magical. Well, of course they are. This is mystic meddling's everything in here is magical? What kind of thing are you looking for? Magic? You find it in mystic meddling. So, he points to the scale mail. He says, this is a lighter armor, something that wouldn't protect you from much, but it protects you from enough. However, it does offer quite a good uh, uh, protection against projectiles okay anything uh thrown at you shot at you um anything at all th- to do you harm from a distance this will uh really help you out basically giving you disadv, uh, giving the attacker disadvantage for every uh ranged attack against you and the other
2: now i would like to interject and say that this would help make his job so much easier <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm sure it would uh the other yes um well this is a heavier heftier armor uh, half plate they call it now um with this comes a uh, greater defense, of course, but more specifically, helps. How do I say this? Casting magic. Okay, the first one it is. All right. Um, sure. It it is a uh, less expensive piece of armor as well, if that's all right. How much is it? Uh, it's only ten thousand.
1: Only ten thousand. I don't suppose you can do anything about that.
0: About the price? Oh, I believe that price is very fixed. Is it? You're gonna have to roll to find
1: out. It's got the DM death stare. That is, am I doing persuasion?
0: Uh, this is charisma.
1: Oh, just flat charisma. Mm. Uh, that's a fifteen.
0: Fifteen. I'm very sorry, Mr. Uh, Mr. Killian. This is a one of a kind item, so the price of ten thousand is very fixed. Yeah, sure. Wonderful. Wonderful. And he does the same little flourish, and presents you with a box. With the monogrammed MM on it, I take the box, and uh, he takes the gold from you.
1: I don't have that gold on me. I have five thousand one hundred gold. He'll have to <laughs> he'll have to do a money order <laughs> to the bank under Dax.
0: Uh, so you—you cool. yeah. you, you tell him this, and he looks over uh, at Dax and says, "Is—is is this is this correct? Yeah. All right. If um, I will get the paperwork and uh, have it sent to where?
1: Um, uh, what is it called?" India First National.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Where are you staying? Oh.
1: Uh, he, uh... I, I have to,
0: the- I have to deal with the idiot uh, Kyber. I was wondering about you. Isn't that guy the worst? Yeah, he really is. He really is.
1: Uh, we've been staying at Cauldron's Pit.
0: Ah, of course. All right. Well, I'll send the paperwork over to Cauldron's Pit, and, um, I hope you all enjoy your day. Oh, I believe that, uh, your companion has, uh, picked out something for herself. So, uh, Great. if you wouldn't mind, I'm going to need to go check on her. Great, we'll wait. All right. And uh he heads back. Um Elryla, you are making your way out. Um you don't have the armor quite yet. Uh but one of the twins has uh escorted you out onto the sales floor proper. And as soon as you hit the sales floor, you uh see Dax and Silas, but the elves are are gone. Cool. What else here, dude?
4: Do
0: Oh, and Muddle's of course Muddle's here.
4: Oh, Muddle's been here? Yeah, Muddle's been here. There's been like, wonders, like, there's a clearance rack. <laughs>
2: Muddle, find something for yourself.
4: No, I do not have any gold. It is okay. Just I mean, take a look around. We'll we know. can help you. I have fancy stuff. It's okay.
1: Muddle, you need protection. Protection.
2: <laughs>
4: um... <laughs>
2: Hilarious. Do you want to teach Muddle about protection?
4: Oh, no, please don't. Uh... Oh, okay. It's dad's job. No. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, you three you three see Elryla um, coming out empty-handed and wearing the same thing that she uh, went in wearing.
4: Did you get anything? I did. Um, this has to be altered. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. What'd you get? Um, a hood that looks like a fox. Oh, neat. Huh? Very fun. Goes with your whole thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: So Muddle, are you looking around?
4: Yeah, I assume they don't have like a clearance rack for
0: uh, No, armor. they they don't. There are nine pine tables, and that is all. All right. Uh, so, uh, one more time. Do they
4: come, do they come out with light armor since Muddle's looking around for light armor? Uh,
0: yeah, as as you are looking around, some light armor uh, starts showing up on uh, on the tables.
4: I assume there's no prices because it's the Apple Store. Yeah,
0: there's no prices. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's okay. Model can go without armor. It's
0: fine. So after a little while, um you see one of the uh twins coming out, holding a box that is monograms, uh, and handing it to El Rila. He says, Altered to perfection, I hope you find.
4: Yes, thank you.
0: Is there anything else we can help you with today? No,
4: that'll be it. Wonderful. Well,
0: I hope you enjoyed your time here at Mystic Meddlings, and please come back as often as you can possibly can
4: and I paid you gold right right right
0: now oh I believe you no,
4: I owe you you
0: paid my brother no
4: I'm not quite sure he was helping me out I don't think that
0: no I don't happen. think so um all right well um oh. I suppose we will um, do the transaction here uh the cost of this is uh well twelve thousand okay wonderful all right and he hands you the box and you hand him the twelve thousand there you go thank you ever so much
4: <laughs> thank
2: you. Silas They've got go to be their favorite customers at this point. Yeah, at this
0: point, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've never seen anybody else in here, so.
1: Uh, Silas is just going to go back to a Cauldron's Pit for a nightfall.
0: Yeah,
2: Dax is going to hope that the, the, the pirate lady's not there.
0: Uh, oh, she is. She she has her entire crew <laughs> is taking up the entire bottom floor. Uh, Tuji and uh, uh, Cauldron, or uh, yeah, Cauldron and Tuji are just running like chickens with their head heads cut off trying to uh you know clean and uh fulfill orders of these uh incredibly rowdy um sailors.
1: Silas is gonna play um I guess or not play but back to his Yeah Dax to is
3: gonna avoid. try and get out of there. Uh Popo, what are you doing? It's been a long time. Uh I am just waiting for my armor. Okay. People watching.
0: Uh are you like on the streets?
3: Yes. I am in this I'm in streets. Okay. For sure.
0: Um trying to figure out where everyone is right now. It's getting kinda late. The sun is basically gone. Uh I would say twilight. Um
1: Silas is gonna head out again, but yeah, he's just waiting until it's
0: about that time. Yeah.
1: Uh, where is Silas going again? He's going back to Mystic Meddlings.
2: Uh that's right.
0: Uh Muddle and El what are you guys doing?
4: I'll probably head back. I'm all done for
0: the day. Okay. I'll just follow around Silas. It's fine. Okay. Uh, so, Elrila, you do see them leaving. Y- you've been hanging out, uh, like, around your room or around Cauldron's Pit for a couple hours. But uh, when twilight hits, you do see them leaving. Are you following suit? Uh, yeah. So, you guys are making your way through the town. Um, it's kind of a nice night. Uh, it's a little bit cold, uh, a little bit uh, muggy. Uh, because of the uh you know, the, the sea air kind of poking through.
2: Did a storm happen too?
0: Yes. A small storm happened uh, during the uh last night.
2: We were uh
1: knocked the fuck out. So we missed Yeah, it. no, we did wet storm.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. You basically missed the entirety of the storm. Um all right, so I need everyone to roll perception checks.
1: Oh boy. Uh, twelve.
4: Uh
0: twenty-three. Sixteen. Fifteen. Fourteen. All right. Uh six uh... So all of you notice at the same time a strangely dressed man in the middle of the street sort of standing, kind of staring things. you down. He has cloth. What,
2: you said he was staring us down?
0: Yeah. He has cloth around his mouth. You can see his eyes. He is completely head to toe in leather armor, fine leather boots. He has a sword on his hip.
2: All oh, right. Um... Dax doesn't like this very much. He's he's gonna kind of approach this guy and be like, "Hey, what? You need something?"
0: He does not look at you, but he looks at Popo. And he says, "What is your name?" Popo. The king sends his regards, and he levels a gun at Popo. No shit. And fires.
1: I'm going to cast. Nope. Why? Because
0: that's where we're going to end. You
1: son of a bitch.
4: What? Oh, my God.
0: (laughs)
1: Silver Tongue.
2: Audio.